Welcome, Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk facial fitness and the big picture with our special guest, Mr. Tony Horton. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live Fit Club. All right, you guys, get ready because we have the, the very talented and very um, strong and motivated Tony Horton, who's going to be on the show today via Skype. We are going to talk about many things with him, including his new book called The Big Picture, 11 Laws That Will Change Your Life, his uh, Tony hair and skincare, watch out now, and many other things. Um, of course, we have topics to discuss as well, but first, let's get Tony on the line. Yeah. Yeah, let's get Mr. Horn on the line. Almost there. <laughs> All right, you guys. So, um, Shaka, first, where can they find you? Oh, Shaka Strong <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> and you guys can find me same place every week on fitwithfallon.com or at fitwithfallon on social media, Instagram, and all that good stuff. And here hey. we have him. How are you? <laughs> Gang. Thank you, you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Glad to be here. You look, are you working out? You look a little like uh, sweaty and, and, and strong. And were you doing your own programs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I don't like to train, train to myself because I just criticize myself the entire workout. <laughs> so you weren't doing P90X3. Yeah. What's that? So you weren't doing the latest version of P90X. I was working out, but not to myself, so I, I hope I've <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I remember I worked out with you a couple of years back, and it was pretty intense. <laughs> you were there, man. You felt the pain. Shaka, <laughs> yeah, you know the deal. You know the drill. The All right, deal. well, welcome to the club. What we usually do is we talk about some health and fitness-related topics, and we would love to get your input, and then we're going to dive into everything you got going on, including that amazing book. Well, thank you. I'm looking forward to diving into the deep end. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right. So I don't know if you've heard, but, you know, you can tell um, you can tell your, your Botox uh, to, to hit the run. Say bye-bye to your Botox because now research is saying that you can do face workouts. Have you heard of this? Facial fitness. <laughs> <laughs> there are um, different fitness studios, one in New York specifically called Face Love Fitness, where they work over 43 muscles in your face. And it has caught some buzz from even the likes of Lily Allen and Rita Ora. Now, muscle memory is prevalent everywhere, even in your face. So ditch those products. Well, not all of the products, especially not Tony's. <laughs> but some of them, you know, may Maybe not, maybe not be as necessary if you are working on those muscles in your face. But the, um, the, the only drawback might be you may be causing more wrinkles if you do too much facial fitness. So I want to get your take on uh, your take <laughs> on that, Tony. Well, you know, if you look at uh, yoga practice in general, and there's a lot of strenuous moves in there, a lot of isometrics, warrior three, warrior two, warrior one, you know, chaturanga, shoulder stands, handstands, there's a lot going on. And typically in the yoga practice, they tell you to focus on the breath and not to grit your teeth, not to match your, you know, make, throw the brow, all that stuff. They want you to try to sort of just stay very calm here. And I try to practice that no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm weightlifting or doing plyometrics or, or cardio or whatever it is. I just try to keep the mug Nice and mellow, man. You know what I mean? And focus on, on energy uh, in places that I need it, depending on whatever muscle group I'm working. So in general, I mean, you know, I'm 58. 
with with these, you can see there's no Botox in there. Amazing, and, yeah. um, That's right. Thank you very much. Not that I haven't <clears throat> dove in occasionally prior to a shoot, because I have. <laughs> Science and nature coming together, baby. But but uh, yeah, so I just try not to, you know, all that stuff. And a lot of people still make those crazy faces. And if you're working out all the time, you know, you're right. I mean, sometimes you can overdo things, and it will accentuate the creases around the eyes, the forehead, and the neck, and all that kind of thing. So, you know, just just breathe, keep the mug calm, and and focus on the biceps, the triceps, the pecs, mm -hmm. the quads, the glutes. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that because it, really because of Kim Kardashian. She said she never smiles because she doesn't want to get wrinkles. And if anyone should know, <laughs> I feel like it's her. But I find it interesting because even my own esthetician, she she was telling me, you know, if I don't have one of those, um, what are those, the new, the thing that buzzes around your face, I forget what it's called. Um, but if I don't have one of those, that I should be massaging my face because she said that you want to stimulate the muscles in your face and get the blood flowing so it's like how do you you that know looks like a door again. <laughs> stimulate the flight the face but not get all those wrinkles that we don't want to have well i think you do some of that <laughs> just <laughs> smack your face. Yeah. a lot of smacking yeah i would i would become a boxer you know just all that pounding <laughs> yeah, and that's so funny. Funny. i mean you learn a skill and you look gorgeous yeah you know, one thing that we want to think about too here as we talk about topics like this is not to get so caught up in your general appearance. I mean, Kim Kardashian never smiles. Well, what, like, what is that? <laughs> yeah. What, what is that? I mean, how would you not? Life means laughter. Life means, you know, enjoying a joke and telling a joke and laughing hard at, a, at, a, at something, you know, you, you're enjoying a good movie or a story or something. And to try to, you know, maintain this sort of pristine look. I don't know how much <laughs> joy and happiness uh, there equates to just that you know i mean you want to be healthy and you want to be fit and you want to be active and you want to be flexible and you want to be able to move like a kid so you do the yoga you do the plyometrics and you do the weight training you do the spin class and the soul class and, and the cardio and you do it all and that way you're well versed in a lot of different things so you can have a really interesting exciting adventurous life and when you go on any kind of a journey you're capable yeah. you know it's about it's about participation it's not about it would, yeah it would be nice to smile and having right. a good time so the party and people are looking at me and they must be thinking wonderful things about me who cares yes <laughs> now you are an expert and you probably have a keen eye for the next big thing in fitness so this whole face love fitness they actually have a full class in which for an hour you work your face muscles in different ways they actually have a warm up a cardio a sculpting and a cool down and sometimes a neck lift portion of the class do, do you think this is a fad or is it, is it going to stay well they do come and go right I mean we'll all see about a year from now whether something like this is popular I um, mean I've been in this business for at least with Beachbody for 18 years and probably 35 years in all starting out with with um, with some of my celebrity clients and you know what is old is new again what is new is old for five minutes and then it's new again you know so it really what matters most i think is what what you gravitate to you know and then maybe also mix that with working on your weaknesses i mean if you're really trying to focus on how to get better how to get strong how to live a healthy lifestyle and so will face aerobics be the <laughs> be the newest latest greatest thing and it'll you know it'll go it'll survive as well as push-ups squats and lunges 
Hard to say. Yeah. I'm guessing the odds are slim and none. Yeah. Well, well, we I may could be wrong. I've been wrong about other things. So. Well, we we may not have to resort to that because you have a skincare and uh, hair care line. So, yeah, can you tell us more about that? I mean, your hair looks so full, yeah. I have to admit. Yeah, or the on fleek. <laughs> that, okay, all of it. Um, I'm very fortunate. I think a lot of my hair quality has to do with my genetics. Both my parents, well into their 80s before they passed, had had full heads of hair. Both had as much or more dark hair in their 80s. And so, <gasps> you know what I mean? Thank you. Wow. I don't, you know, people go, oh, yeah, who dyes your hair? I don't dye my hair. And it's so really hard to, if you look at my beard, you can see that it's got gray and blonde, especially right here, you know, and I do dye this occasionally before a gig or something, but, you know, right now it's just doing, it's just going wild. <laughs> um, but, but uh, you know, a lot of it has to do with just sort of taking care of yourself, not only on the inside, but the outside. So when I moved out to California from Connecticut, um, you know, well, the sun's out here, you know, 325 days out of the year. And yeah. I spent almost every day out, outside and the Irish and English <laughs> me and got fried in the sun. And what I really part of Connecticut? My skin. And I've, I've had a lot of skin cancers taken off my arms, my back, and my forehead, and my neck. Oh, wow. So I work with uh, Patrick Dockery and we came up with TH Care. It's a shampoo and body wash. It's also a face and body lotion. One's called fitness, one's called workout, workout, very appropriate. And it's a great combination of, of, of science and nature. You know, out here in California, we've got Prop 65, so you can't sneeze without a thousand government officials coming to your warehouse. In fact, you're like, well, you can't use that chemical and you can't flush that down the toilet. And you have to make sure that you, you know, if it, say, it says it's on the bottle, it's in the bottle. And so I love it. People love it. The reviews have been insane. And if you want some, you can go to TonyHortonLife.com. I will definitely yes. be grabbing some. What part of yeah. Connecticut are you from? I'm from Trumbull, Connecticut. I was Trumbull. I was raised in Trumbull from fifth to senior year, but I'm also from Rhode Island. We moved a lot. I was a oh, I was okay. Army cat. born in Rhode Island, kind of raised in Connecticut, so I have really two hometowns. I'm from Worcester, Massachusetts. Worcester? Yeah, Worcester in the house. <laughs> you go up there and you park the car with your friends over there, have a couple of beers and some pizza. <laughs> I don't even hear the accent on you at all. So, I've, I've been working many years to get rid of it. <laughs> Now, so your products, um, me being a woman, um, is this, can I use this or do you have a separate uh, product line for women? Unisex. Unisex. You can go to any bathroom you want now. You can use it. Yes. Now it's always coming together. White, old, young, male, female, it's all going. It's the future. Now, did somebody come to you or did you think of this? Well, um, uh, I was on Patrick's, uh, Patrick Dockery, who has his own um, ultimate hair care solution company, um, which is doing great. It's in salons all around the country, all around the world. And he had a magazine and a TV show. So he put me in his TV show and I was on the cover of his magazine and he kept sending me boxes and boxes of their stuff. And I loved it. And then, you know, when I just turned to my wife one day and I said, well, you know, I wonder if he makes something specifically for my dry skin and everything else. So, you know, we sat down, spent about a year of research uh, and a lot of it had, you know, how do you make something that's both for men and for women that they both like the scent? That's really important. Yeah, Viscosity, yeah. The, you know, how things feel, texture, that's important. And making sure that things lather a certain amount because what it really comes down to, not to become a scientist, <laughs> but it's about pH balance, pH balance. Yeah. The skin, you know, everybody's skin, you know, whether, regardless of the shade, whether it's oily or dry, there's a certain sort of 4.5 to 5.5 pH balance that has to be in the product. That's why some products dry you out and some make you feel really greasy. And really kind of across the board, we, we got that right from the get-go. 
Uh, and there's also aloe vera in there and resur resurrection plant and, and some really beautiful, you know, great natural ingredients that are in there as well. And so the combination of all those things have, uh, and, and, you know, it's funny because most dudes will just go to this, you know, the CVS and buy whatever's on the shelf on sale. <laughs> And women are much more conscious about that sort of thing, you know, because they're smarter than we are. <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? And, um, and you know what I mean. And so, so we, it was hard to get it right, but we have sort of an equal 50-50 appreciation level, both men and women. So we, we, we knocked out of the park. And we've got two more products sort of um, in the quiver, ready to go. Uh, and we just want to make sure that these two are, you know, a little bit more successful. It's a brand new product before we launch the next two. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Well, we, we have another story that uh, kind of speaks to what you've been doing with uh, the 22-minute hardcore workout and P90X3. Uh, this one's about the optimal amount of workout time. Now, this um, I find interesting because they have a large study. They studied over 660,000 people the ages 21 to 98 years old in U.S. and Sweden. And what they did was they studied the different fitness levels of different people. Now, if you are someone who does, I guess, some exercise, you're not getting off the couch that much, but studies show that you are 20% less likely to die before, what is it, 14-year yeah, span? Yeah, over the next six years, you're less likely to die. And then 31% less likely than um, if you are um, moderate to, um, I guess, pretty active, you're 31% less likely, likely than non-exercisers. Yeah, and they were saying moderate is about 150 minutes per week, or you can do 75 vigorous minutes per week. And that's actually what's recommended, correct? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, so, and then they found that going over and above did not actually decrease your lifespan. So you could do as much as you want, and you're still in great shape. And so uh, with your programs, I, I love that they are now very time limited. Because when I, when I think about working out, I'm like, I want it to be effective. I want it to be simple. And I, I love that you have these very time limiting workouts. Is that what was at play in your mind when you developed them? Well, you know, when we first did Power 90, which a lot of people aren't even aware of Power 90, it was sort of the, 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 the father of P90X. And of course, most people are familiar with P90X. It's become this iconic brand, yeah. you know, 1.3 1, 1. billion in total sales of all, all my stuff, and that was certainly one of the biggest chunks. But you know, those, most of those workouts are about 50 to 58 minutes long. The, the, the Hatha yoga class is an hour and a half. And so the mindset there was, you know, uh, we want, you know, do you want to be as fit as you possibly can be? And this is what it's going to take, and it's going to take a full three months. And it was a pretty massive time commitment. And everybody in the industry said, you know, you're crazy because this study says that, and this study says this, and most people don't have that much time. But we sold 7 million copies, so whatever what everybody else says, you know. And, so, and then at the other end of the spectrum, you look at 10-Minute Trainer, which is, you know, the antithesis time-wise of what P90X is. But the routines are a little bit more quickly, you know, paced. Uh, there's a lot of variety in there as well. You know, we have muscle confusion. We have muscle uh, acceleration. We have muscle everything. And so the idea here is to try to cater to as many different types of people as you possibly can. And when you say that they say – you know, these many minutes and these many minutes, and these many minutes, they, all these different time frames don't necessarily apply to different people because people have different objectives. They have different reasons why they exercise. Some are just purely, you know, to sort of uh, look nice at a, at, a, at a wedding or a family reunion or a, or a party or Christmas party, which is a completely different mindset than somebody who's trying to be a better athlete, somebody who's now trying to do, you know, marathons, half marathons, ultra marathons, 5Ks, 10Ks, CrossFit, um, you know, Spartan races, uh, gymnastics, mountain climbing. All right. So you have sort of this, it's split in half between the, ath the athlete 
or the athlete, the, uh, the uh, uh, at-home warrior athlete who says, you know what, I, I want to be more than just a guy who goes to work and supply, you know, and, and provides a, a nice home for my family. I want my whole family to be fit and healthy. So that's that's a mindset that has nothing to do with your appearance, nothing to do with the scale, nothing to do with the tape measure, and has everything to do with you participating in a very active, healthy lifestyle. The other half is everybody sort of chasing that I want to look a certain way nightmare in my opinion <laughs> it really is and it's such a that mindset is very frustrating it's all based in ego it's all about aesthetics and it's and it's a very deceiving and a lot of it comes from media and advertising and and you know and a lot of the stuff out there that we think is important but really isn't so the big picture in my opinion the reason i wrote the book the big picture is to kind of change people's perspective as to why they should be exercising time frame varies on workload um, athleticism, a lack thereof, how much you, how much you weigh, how much you don't weigh. Um, you, you know, there's so many different things, barometric pressure, biorhythms, <laughs> altitude, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now you said you were an army brat. There's a lot of things that are, that are involved. And, and if you get caught up in a trend or you get caught up in a fad and it doesn't work for you, you're going to go, Oh shoot, see fitness isn't for me. It's just because mm-hmm. you weren't willing to sort of investigate more. Yeah. Yeah, and you said you were brought up with an army brat. Did that play into wanting to make this 22-minute hardcore um, program? You know, um, it, was. it was. It was a small part, not a big part. I think the big part came from when uh, the DOD, the Department of Defense, uh, came to me. I had a meeting at the Pentagon one day. <clears throat> I was in D.C. anyway, sort of visiting. I, I, I've done a lot of workouts at the con- congressional gym with some of our congressmen. Maybe they should be working out more. And yeah, them keeping them fit. That's great. <laughs> I mean, start it, okay? <laughs> But, you know, it was a great, and I had a great invitation to be able to do that. And so, you know, I've been to the Pentagon three times at the private gym and done workouts there. And I I work with the um, Armed Forces Entertainment, which is sort of a a Pentagon's version of the USO. Mm -hmm. And I did my first tour in uh, in Italy, a military tour, where I went to Camp uh, Vicenza, Aviano, and Camp Darby, which is an Army base. And I just love the experience so much, and I saw how much our men and women – uh, who aren't in combat, you know what I mean, who are not really out in the, uh, you know, facing the, the day-to-day in combat. But, you know, the guys behind the desk, the gals that are, you know, working at the commissary, whatever it is, they were still struggling as well. And they weren't really, it wasn't like PT. They still had to do the PT thing because you're in the military. you got to do PT at least once or twice a year, depending on which branch you're in. And, you know, they're trying to lose a bunch of weight, do all these different exercises so they can barely skirt by. And I realized that our own military was having problems. And also when it comes to recruiting military, there's all these young men and women that really want to be part of it. And I can't tell you how many Marines and, 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 and pilots that came up to me and said, your program is what got me in, the, in shape so I can at least pass the physical part of it. Oh, wow. Wow. So it's just so that you know, everything spawned from that. I just, you know, I turned to our CEO, Carl, and I said, you know, it's kind of, we've done P90X, X2, X3. I mean, he even said, is it time for a four? <laughs> P90X40, you know, I'll be like 109 years old. <laughs> and today we're going to lift your eyebrows up. If anyone can do it, you can. <laughs> so hard, the hardcore was really, you know, we went to Camp Pendleton, which is a Marine base down in San Diego, and we spoke with the commander down there, and we put them through the paces, and they just loved it. You know, we just whooped their butts uh, doing, my, you know, my little calisthenic boot camp thing. And, for, and that's how it all kind of grew. You know, it was sort of a conversation over a couple of years, and uh, it's, it's the most money we've ever spent on anything. We're super proud of it. We've got actual, you know, Army, Air Force, Navy, Marine, Coast Guard vets in the program. And um, and there's very a sandbag, maybe a dumbbell, you know, a floor. If you got a floor, <laughs> you're, you're, if you don't have a floor, 
you know, you're going to have some issues, but or ground, so you don't have, or gravity. Gravity could be an important aspect of this thing. And if you have those things, you're going to love it. <laughs> nice. Now, um, can you tell us more about the big picture, Eleven Laws? Um, yeah, it's a little unexpected. Yeah, I, I, I'm very eager to know more about it. <laughs> well, you know, um, I think it was a, an important book in the trilogy. I did, I did bring it which was my first book, which is sort of a, what a, a traditional trainer would do. We were talking about different kinds of exercises and sequences and why you do them and the importance of cardio and resistance and stretching. You know, that was sort of my basic philosophy. You know, even back in the days when I was training celebrities all the way up till now. And then you have a diet component. You send it out to the world. And it's, you know, it, it has my my flavor to it. And the second one was a, a, a video book, you know, that you can download called Crush It, which was really fun because that's when, you know, you get to actually interact with me you know, doing actual workouts and moves. Uh, it was before we had Beachbody On Demand or we could download stuff. And you'd get a little copy and then you'd get a video and copy and that was really cool. So we had to bring it and crush it. It just felt like sort of silly to go to annihilate it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or pull it <laughs> smash it, smash the crap out of it. I yeah. didn't feel like it was necessary. And my my journey, my my evolution, my personal uh, growth came from, from, perso- from uh, personal growth books, you know, Deepak Chopra, Andrew Weil, Gary Zukov, Tony Robbins, you know, some of these names might be familiar to people. Um, and I really felt like the reason why so many people get stuck and the reason why so many people don't, don't sort of understand how just important this is, uh, is because they're doing it for all the wrong reasons I spoke about before. It's all about, you know, hey, look at how great I look in the mirror. Or, hey, my, my, my waist is down three inches. Or, hey, I lost 12 pounds. Or, hey, my friend said a nice thing about me. These things are so ephemeral. They're so fleeting. They're so truly unimportant in the scheme of the big picture. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> nice. uh, and I wanted people to understand the importance of physical activity, not only on the aesthetic and even even your level of athleticism as a human being, but the quality of your life mentally and emotionally and even spiritually. And, and that's what physical movement and regular healthy food does because it cr- creates a chemical shift in the brain. And you were talking norepinephrine, dopamine, serotonin, brain-derived neurotropic factor. You know, these are molecules and proteins that all start to vibrate inside your temporal lobe that change your outlook. Cognition improves, memory improves, sex drive improves. <laughs> I mean, you know, these are – it's just like oh, – because you go from a person who's, you know, kind of struggling and it's hard and you're, you're focusing on self, right, trying to just get through the day and get up the stairs and get through traffic and then pay the bills and then maybe have a couple of beers and watch the ball game on the weekends. Repeat, 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 dead. Oh, poor poor Al. You know what I mean? He was a nice guy, but he was sort of miserable the whole time. But what exercise does is it just elevates everything. It just elevates the quality of every aspect of your life. Without it, it's harder. With it, it's better. And when you add healthy food, hello, that's the cherry on top of the, the, the pie. And you get to have something extraordinary and something special. You can either survive or thrive. I prefer to thrive. And that's what the book does. That's what the 11 laws are. They're broken down from, you know, do your best and forget the rest, which is the first one, to intensity, consistency, variety, purpose, you know, um, all all those different things. So uh, that's why I wrote the book. And and people have loved it. And from that spawned my new course that will be coming out in November, which I did with Brendan Bouchard. If you're familiar with Brendan, um, he's the number one online course guru in the world. Oh, wow. He did Oprah's course. He did Ariana Huffington's course. He nice. did um, Larry King's course. He's doing Usher's course, and, and he and he was a big fan. You know, he's done a lot of my, a lot of my programs. 
So I didn't have to hunt him down. You know, he and I had a meeting, and, and he just said, "Hey, I love I love your book. Let's break down break down some aspects of the book and build a course." We shot it. We just did the promo video for it, and it's coming out in November. And uh, so you have the book itself, which is a little bit more detailed, and you have the course, which is kind of fun. Was there a moment of personal development for you that you got to where you are now? Was there a moment that something clicked and you, you kind of knew that this is what you were going to be doing? Yeah, you know, it's funny. Uh, I get that question a lot or a version of that question, and the answer is there were several moments like that over the course of 20 years. Because you started off as an actor, correct? I wanted to be an actor. Okay. I mean, I you know, I came west to be an actor. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I was a... I was a street performer back in on the East Coast. I used to do this sort of, you know, NC-17 mime routine on the street. <laughs> That's another video. Island. <laughs> did the wall, of course. <laughs> yes, mime fitness. <laughs> you know, but I also did some, you know, like having sex with three people on the street with clothes on, you know what I mean? But nobody was around. It was just sort of this, you know, like, what is he doing? You know, and... Uh, it was fun. I would do these live shows and clubs. I, I just loved entertaining. I love talking to people. I love exchanging ideas with people. So, and I came out here and I discovered it's really hard. <laughs> really hard. I, you know, I thought I was sort of this Brad Pitt, Jim Carrey combo. I had it all. Good looks, great humor. I'm sure I'll just sit and wait in my one bedroom apartment with a view of a convalescent home until the you know big movie producers. Wait, when I, I live next to a convalescent home when I first moved here. <laughs> and look how far you come. Right? I still hear the screams in my head, the voices. Oh, no. Yeah, watching the hearse come and go. You know, like, oh, okay. That's so funny. Uh, but when, yeah, I, mean, I started as an actor, and then the fitness thing was so off the radar. You know, I mean, I just got caught up in the lifestyle out here. I started working out because everybody else was. Yeah. I, and I was doing it for aesthetic reasons like a lot of people still do. I wanted to have, you know, big arms what? <laughs> and, uh, and a chest and and I wanted to be a better athlete, too. I mean, everybody else was doing it. So I caught I caught I caught onto it. But as I was as my as my moods were improving and as my motivation increased and as I felt like I could kind of accomplish more, I didn't realize that it was the fitness that was allowing me to want to do those things. I didn't understand the correlation until I picked up John Rady's book, Spark. Spark. And I read Spark and I went, oh my gosh, it's, it's all the science is in there, really. I mean, you are, I mean, if you work out six or seven or five days a week, you're just going to be a happier person than yeah. somebody who works out maybe never yeah. or somebody who works out two or three. You work out two or three, that means you're taking off five or four and you're going to end up with some form of exercise bipolar disorder. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in a good mood and I haven't worked out two days. I can't figure out why I'm so angry, you know? And that's just, that's just the nature of being inconsistent. Being consistent with eating, being consistent with sleep, being consistent with going to work and things are going to go bad in your, just in your survival life. But in your thrive life, if you're consistent with the basics, which is eating healthy and maybe taking some good supplements and working out regular, you, you just have this off the chain life. At least you have the possibility. And if you pursue your purpose in the process, like, you, you know, you got your job and that's going to pay the bills. But then you're sort of over here kind of tinkering with what you truly love. You know, I, mean, I love bikes. I love snowboarding. I love knitting 
hats for kittens. You know, I don't know what it is. <laughs> but but uh, then you get to have both. Yay! And that's what it's all about. Yeah. So what I want to do right now is I want to open up the lines just in case we have any listeners who want to um, chat with you. So the number here is 424-253-0749. Again, 424-253-0749. The lines are now open if you have a question for Mr. Tony Horton. But we'll keep on continuing the conversation until we get our first phone call. Now, what is your advice? And I'm sure you get this all the time. What is your advice to those out there who want to break into the fitness industry on, you know, your type of level, who want to produce books, who want to do seminars, who want to do <laughs> videos, all that stuff? Because I mean, it's pretty hard to go from a, uh, and I'm not knocking, uh, uh, 24 hour fitness, but to go to it from a 24 hour fitness trainer to breaking into beach body on demand. Well, you know, uh, one of the ideas that I have percolating is to build a course based on that exact same thing. How do you go from here to there? And I mean, all I would do is just share my experience. So for example, we would all learn how, you know, the class would involve learning how to read a teleprompter. Uh, learning how to uh, get a whole bunch of people in a room to feel motivated and inspired and go through a class. Um, Learning how to communicate and building your persona. You know, that's everything. My my success comes as as a result of my ability to be able to communicate or disseminate my techniques and my methods and my ideas. And I use humor. Humor is kind of my way of doing it because exercise is kind of drag. And so (laughs) let's try to make that at least sort of fun. And, 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 uh, so there would be, you know, I would, I would put two, if I thought it was a class, I'd put two people when I make them do a scene together, I would give them two pages of copy from Cheers or from Seinfeld or from some other show that's on now and, um, <laughs> and make them do it and make them be incredibly uncomfortable with other people. I would tell them to learn two great jokes and learn how to knock those jokes out of, out of the park. Um, and I would tell them, all right, here's your subject. Your subject is to talk about the importance of broccoli and why you need to eat it. You got five minutes, go. And, and when I was in um, Nashville, I got up and I did a, I did a little workshop with about 100 people. Mm-hmm. And I asked for eight volunteers. And, um, and everybody got to kind of vote on the quality of their work. And what I did was I pulled up two more people and I, put, I said, all right, uh, here's, um, here's Tom and here's Sally. Uh, Sally, you have to teach Tom um, how to do burpees and you have to run a one-minute class for everybody, go. And you, it was, and these are all people that wanted my gig. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. wanted my career, my life. They wanted to be coaches and trainers, and and only one of the eight was really sort of close. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I said, "See how hard this is? <laughs> it ain't easy, is it? Right?" And so it's just a matter of being, you know, super relaxed, uh, ready to go, totally prepared, um, and motivating, inspiring. Whether it's just one person on camera, you know, and, and like reading a teleprompter. People don't realize how difficult that is. It really, really is. And how do you make the words on the screen feel like you're saying them spontaneously? For example, I just said that on a teleprompter, but you. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Uh, uh, one thing uh, I talked to uh, with Brett from Mega Maze a, a while ago, and he talked about kind of developing these um, these different videos. One thing that he said was central was getting those. Uh, customers to send in those transformation photos that they sort of started doing that organically. How did you feel when that first started to happen? Well, it it was weird. You know, the first time was through Power 90 before P90X even came along. So, so, uh, 
uh, you know, you're just doing your thing and you're, you're lucky to have a job. You're still, I'm still living in my apartment. I still had a broken down car that got broken into once a month, even if there wasn't anything in there. You know, that was sort of the neighborhood I was in. Wow. And, I, you know, it was just another gig to me. You know, and then I would go and audition for a, you know, for a Burger King commercial. And I would, you know, drive to Malibu and train Tom Petty. And, uh, you know, then I was just like, oh, I got to, you know, get this credit card to pay for the bills on that one. That was the lifestyle I was having. Then you show up at the pharmacy one day and some girl is sobbing like, oh, my God, you changed my life. Like, I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm in the same room with you. And you're looking at him going, who are you and what are you talking about? You know, and so that kept happening more and more and more. And of course, it's been 18 years now. And so um, it's a it's humbling, extraordinarily humbling. Because you, you know, you're just kind of building this thing and you, you know, it's going to help people because you really want it to be authentic and honest and, and, and effective. But, but when it actually happens and then they, they pull up their phone and they show you the before and after picture and it's like, look at me, 140 pounds ago. And you go, why I did that? Why didn't really do that? And I always, my answer is always pretty much the same. You know, the hammer doesn't build the house. So I gave you the tool and you did the work. Right. So, uh, you know, a lot of people buy the thing and it sits on a shelf for <clears throat> four months to a year. So that's the thing. People don't, people should give themselves more credit because the process isn't easy. It's not easy to commit to five to seven days a week of something they've never even done before, haven't done in 20 years, and then also on the, at the same time change their diet. I mean, that is, that is, I couldn't do that. I mean, that's not how I started. I started exercising early on because I wanted to meet chicks. <laughs> and I had the metabolism of a hummingbird on crack so I could eat anything. You know, I was going to McDonald's at 1030 to get egg McMuffins before <laughs> Stop serving egg McMuffins, and now they serve them twenty four hours. <laughs> but you would see me near a McDonald's, you know, if you gave me a million bucks. Involved, yeah. <laughs> a million dollars. But, but uh, you know, so for me that was a long multi year transition. I was vegan, I was vegetarian, I was paleo, I was, I was, you know, I ate raw for like a week. I went none of that. So I was experimenting for a long period of time. But but now I've kind of settled into this thing where I, I like what I'm doing. I've added new variety. I, you know, I do boxing classes that I normally do. I, I create new routines for myself and my friends that didn't exist a week ago. And so, you know, staying curious is always important. You never have all the answers forever. This is just never true for anyone, in my opinion, or you kind of get into a rut or get in trouble. And so th- these are simple things that I follow. I mentioned I talk about a lot of that in the book. And, and so the idea here is not to think that you can do the same things over and over again and expect a different result. I mean, I think it was Einstein that coined that phrase. Yeah some version of that phrase many, many moons ago, but it is true. And so, uh, you got to stay humble. You know, we all know that fame is lame. I actually own the trademark. Fame is lame. The t-shirts are coming soon. Uh, big fame. It is. It's just the worst, most ridiculous, stupid, unimportant part of it. And a lot of people work like people who want to be in my industry. They, that's what they want. They want to be recognized. I mean, when I am recognized, I am as humble and as kind and as cordial as I can be because these are the rock stars that allow me to live in my home. Mm. You know what I mean? But it's not the thing that I want. You know what I mean? I, I just want people to be happy and I want people to, to not be part of the healthcare crisis anymore. That's really the yeah. ultimate goal. Yeah, huge. Um, I'm going to speak to our engineer real quick to see if we have any callers on the line. Do we got anybody? Nobody! Okay. <laughs> That's okay. More of you for ourselves. And hopefully we're going to get you here in person soon. So. Yes. Um, where are you living? Are you out this way? Yeah. Uh, which way is the, which way California. is this way? Yeah, we're we're in uh, California, North Hollywood. North Hollywood. Well, I'm in LA as well. I was okay. I was a Santa Monica resident for for many many years, but I'm in a new place now in uh, LA County. I'm, oh, I'm up nice. in the hills, not the Hollywood Hills, but closer to closer to Brentwood, up in the up near Mandeville and all that area. And now, are you still training a lot of celebrities? Do you still or are are you kind of retired from that? 
You know, I'll do I'll do a one off once in a while. Tom, Tom Petty came to me um, after many, many years of not seeing him. I mean, I trained Tom on and off for 23 years, but he lives so far up in Malibu. It's really hard to see him. But he went on a little mini tour. So my buddy Ted and I, Ted McDonald, who's in uh, both my recent yoga routines, he and I kind of uh, tag team and work with Tom to get him ready for that tour. But I just, you know, I love the guy. I just, you know, I mean, I would do anything for Tom. And um, so that was it. And, you know, I saw Bruce Springsteen once in a while. I haven't seen him in a couple of years. Uh, he's just the world's the boss. <laughs> coolest cat in the world. Um, I had Eddie Lacy for about two and a half months. Oh. He follow football at all. He's yeah. a place for the Packers. And he's having a great season. You know, we just kind of worked on some new ideas and looked at the diet a little bit. And he, he just dialed it in. I mean, he really did. So he's doing great. And he's continuing to practice the, the good things that, we, that we, he learned with me. So. You know, I mean, if the timing is right, and I'm not too busy and we can figure it out and that person's in town. But it is it's sort of a one off. Yeah. We might have to get you into the fit club for a little uh, one off for us. <laughs> we would love that and appreciate that. Um, well, might not. <laughs> so Beachbody has so much going on. I'm seeing, you know, a lot of new trainers, especially um, the, the TV show that they have. Where the 20s. They're, yeah. they're, the 20s where they're picking the next um, big hit trainer. What, I guess, uh, fitness uh, person out there do you feel is going to be the next Tony Horton? (laughs) (laughs) No such person. No, I believe it. (laughs) Such person. I mean, whoever it is, you know, whoever wins that show will bring their own little, you know, flavor to it mm-hmm. okay. but but you know you look at jack lalane i mean who who, who could duplicate jack lalane there's oh, just yeah. nobody on god's earth a lot of people don't even know who he is i mean he died about four years ago at the age of 96 and i got the jack lalane award from uh elaine lalane known as lala uh-huh. elaine and uh 90 92 years old it's like hanging out with your really hip cool athletic 62 year old grandmother i mean mm-hmm. it's just crazy that she's is she 88 or 92 well she's older uh-huh. than me <laughs> But she's vibrant and wonderful and cool. And, you know, I hung out with her at the IDEA uh, Health and Wellness Conference uh, downtown uh, both days. And, like, you know, there's all so much to do. But I just went to the Jack LaLanne booth and hung out with her because, you know, I just, you just want to take it all in. You want to hear the stories and and uh, and share, you know, ideas with her. And and so, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people out there. I've been very fortunate knocking on wood that there haven't been, you know, five or six Tony Hortons that have come along to, <laughs> to kind of, you know, knock me off my feet. Um and I think that's the reason why, you know, the military still uh, wants to work with me. Apple, you know, invited me to come to Tribeca in New York a couple of weeks ago. I was, you know, one of their top guys that they wanted me that. I mean, they wanted me to be the person to represent Beachbody. Uh, Facebook and Instagram contacted me just last week and they want to build a platform with me. And so, you know, let these punk kids try to keep up. <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone knows Tony Horton. You talk Tony Horton, you're talking fitness. Uh, we know we can find you at Tony Horton Life. Where else can our viewers find you? Well, you can go to um, uh, TonyHortonLife.com, of course. And then there's my YouTube channel, which is under the same, under the same name. Um, I had Tony Horton Fitness on YouTube. Now I have Tony Horton Life on YouTube. There's a lot of new content on there. We talk about the uh, Tony Horton Care, and we, we talk about health and wellness and fitness and how to get better at stuff. And, and uh, uh, so that's really cool. And then now, that, you know, now that I'm going to start working with Facebook, um, you're going to be able to see, you know, some really cool content on Facebook, which is, you know, international. And what about and already, already pretty well established? These Facebook kids. Yeah. Right. And what about Twitter and Instagram? Been around. These Apple kids <laughs> and these Facebook kids—they know what they're doing. And the fact that they like and trust me says a lot. It really does. It's just an absolute honor. And you know, I mean, how relevant can a person be who's 58? You know, um, and oh, my, my demographic is, is yeah. 25 yeah. to 30 to 36. 
So the youngsters like me. And are you on Twitter and Instagram? I get more baby boomers like me working out. You know, unfortunately, the, if you look at the graph, you know, from whatever it is, 18 to my age group of, you know, 55, 65, it just tails off into here, which is too bad because I look at a lot of my peers and I think, geez, none of my friends can, you know, heli ski anymore or rock climb anymore or mountain bike anymore. You know, they're kind of living through their kids and they're missing out on, on a lot because okay. they think it's think they're done that way, but they're not. And are you on Twitter and Instagram as well? I am, and I couldn't tell you what my handles are because I'm old and I don't know. <laughs> I do not know, um, and that's embarrassing. I should have that written down. But yeah, you can find me on both at Tony Horton underscore something. I, it's embarrassing. Well, I'm, I'm sure most people know where to find you. <laughs> well, we want to thank you. If you go to if you go to TonyHortonLife.com, it's it sits right there on the yeah. homepage. So Got it. Easy, easy to find. Well, we want to thank you for taking the time. This is so nice of you. Again, we're going to get you in here in the physical. Maybe we can do a little workout or something. But you guys out there, definitely head over to his website. Check out his new book, his new hair and skin care uh, line, P90X3, and everything else that you got going on. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank you so much, thank Tony. Thank you so much, Tony, for joining us. Thank, thank you, guys. Real pleasure. Thanks for having me on. All right. Yeah, we'll see you one. next time. Yeah. All right, you guys watching, I hope you enjoyed the show. If you didn't get to call in, make sure to tweet at us or Instagram us. Um, we'll try to get those questions out to Tony. Yeah, I, I, I loved having Tony on the show. He's, he's he so, much so much energy, energy right? through the Skype. Jeez, yes, I loved it. it. But one thing we do need to do is we got to thank our amazing sponsor, B Sports. Um, so how's your fantasy football um, season going? How is your fantasy football season going? You playing? I am not playing. I'm sorry. You got to get on. <laughs> uh, your starting running back has already pulled both hamstrings, and your sleeper pick is still sleeping. Well, it's not too late to save your season and win huge cash prizes at DraftKings.com. DraftKings is the destination for one-week fantasy football. That means no season-long commitments to bust and bench warmers. Never again will injuries have you combing the waiver wire at 2 a.m. Every week is a brand new season at DraftKings. You gotta join up, sign up. <laughs> Just pick your contest, draft your team, and follow the action live. Renew old rivalries with friends and play play them every week. Or try 50-50 contest, where the top half of all entries win cash. It's a lot of winners. Even if your current fantasy team is circling the drain, you can still win huge cash prizes at DraftKings. Hopefully things aren't going that bad. Don't wait, start your new season at DraftKings.com now. Use code BSports and play free with your first deposit. That's code BSports to play free for your share of over $1 million in total prizes. This weekend, only at DraftKings.com. Eligibility restrictions may apply. See site for details. Thank you so much, DraftKings. Dollars. Yeah, every Woo. week. Every week so. I got to get on this. Yes. After this show, I'm going to get on it. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Tuning in. We had a good time. I really enjoyed his energy. Yeah, so amazing. Yeah. I can't wait. We will have him in here live. So. Yeah. All right, same place, same time next week. Wednesdays, we will have two special guests. We're going to have your uh, friend. He's a fitness um, editor, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah, Mehmet Adib. And then my friend, who is um, a doctor, who um, she's just amazing. So we're going to pick both of their brains next week. You guys can check me out online at fitwithfallon.com or fitwithfallon on social media. Where can they find you, Shaka? And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. And we will see you guys next week. Enjoy. Have a good one, y'all. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram me, at King Bay. 
Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood, Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.